You are tuned into Jazz 88, and I'm very honored to be sitting with Gary Hines, the leader of Sounds of Blackness and an absolute pillar in the music community here. And he's here to talk about the new single, Juneteenth Celebration. Gary, uh, you know, are you more comfortable being called Gary or your Mr. Hines person? Oh, uh, Gary, please, <laughs> okay. man. Yes, sir. <laughs> uh, it is an honor to be sitting with you and talking with you. Thank you for being here, and thank you for making this music. Thank you. On behalf of Sounds of Blackness, we appreciate you. Well, the feeling is very mutual, and when I heard this tune, Juneteenth Celebration, it reminded me that all holidays, all, all cultural moments deserve theme songs, deserve anthems, and deserve ways to tell the story. It's not always easy to tell a story in song. This holiday is not new. This holiday has been around for well over a century, but this song is an opportunity to tell the story of Juneteenth, and you want it to be a teaching tool as well as something that folks could sing along with. Mission accomplished, Mr. Hines, right? Like, it Thank is, you. <laughs> you, you, t you tell the story about the Emancipation Proclamation not making it to Texas and uh, Africans continuing to be enslaved for way longer than they should have been based on the Emancipation Proclamation, all in this song. How did you work that up as a writer? How did you figure out your way to that path? Well, a couple of things about that, my friend. First of all, I uh, subscribe to the the great late Chet Atkins, a country artist, legendary, and he was a great songwriter. Now, your listeners are asking, what in the world does Chet Atkins have to do with Juneteenth? Yeah, Nashville guitar player. Right. Well, as my North Carolina side of the family would say, I'm fitting to tell you. Okay. okay. Chet was a great songwriter, and he was often asked how he came up with such great songs, and I love what he said. He said, there are no songwriters. All music is given, mm -hmm. and and I believe that. And so, so my friend... Uh, <laughs> It then becomes our job not to mess it up. You know, I, I could have said it more poignantly, but we're on the radio. <laughs> you know what I mean? But but uh, so that being said, Sounds of Blackness have been in anthem mode for uh, the past few years with our singles. We came out with the Black Lives Matter song for uh, the National Black Lives Matter uh, office for uh, Brother George Floyd. We came out uh, with Sick and Tired, the words of Fannie Lou Hamer. Uh, last year, when Juneteenth was designated as reparations for a theme, we came up with Time for Reparations. And now this year, with really the first official celebration of it as a designated uh, national uh, federal uh, holiday, mm -hmm. It's like, you know what, this needs an anthem. Every aspect of, of the movement for social justice, equality has had an anthem. Civil rights movement had We Shall Overcome. Uh, the black power movement had Say It Loud, I'm Black and I'm Proud. And it's like, you know what, we can't call ourselves Sounds of Blackness if we don't come up with an anthem for Juneteenth. And it needs to be, as you said, and thank you for saying it, celebrative but also edutainment mm -hmm. because still a lot of people— Young, old, black, white, men, women don't really know what Juneteenth is about or the origins of it. So it's like we want to tell the story and do something that, that Gamble and Huff said in a song called Message in Our Music years ago. They said in that song, understand why you dance. So we wanted people to dance to it, but to understand while they dance. You are listening to Jazz 88, and we are already getting some serious gems from our friend Gary Hines, the leader of Sounds of Blackness. And you mentioned being in anthem mode, Gary, for the last couple of years. And, you know, Sounds of Blackness has been going since 1969. You've been the leader since 1971. This is... I don't. I can't say like, oh, look, eighty four to eighty seven. That was smooth sailing for the black community. They're, they're, <laughs> smooth sailing has not existed, but these past couple of years, there has been a need for anthems for yes. some really trying, painful reasons. And I mean, I'm, Juneteenth becoming a national holiday has everything to do with the murder of George Floyd. This is, absolutely. This is not. We. I'm not trying to divide it from that. How were you able to to take? these sorrowful moments and create anthems that represent the sorrow 
but also bring something else into it. Because when I hear Juneteenth celebration, I hear I hear a lot of joy. I also hear yes. the story of sorrow. Can you talk about that? Excellent questions, first of all, my friend. And 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 the answer I'll attempt to give is this. As, as I contemplated what was given to me, as Chet mm-hmm. Atkins would say, I thought during the composition that we needed to tell the story, that it needed to be contemporary musically, but also uh, have a legacy and nostalgia to the sound and feel that really uh, even related back to, to Africa. So the perfect, I know you know uh, the popularity right now of, of Afro beats. Sure. So it's like, you know what, let's go with an Afro beat because just either sonically that ties us to Africa because of course Juneteenth is actually an international celebration celebrated in Africa and Europe, South America and, and so forth. Asia, for that matter. And and so we wanted to tie to Africa, the, the drums and the djembe and all that, but with the the slash Afrobeat hip-hop rhythm sensibility says that without having to articulate that uh, verbally. We knew that, and then that the lyrics, like we say, we would tell the story, also be a celebration, a commemoration and a celebration. Because you know, the first thought was, okay, this, this needs to be, you know, Juneteenth is a serious holiday, it needs to be ser- very serious. But then I thought again of Gamble and Huff, uh, and they one of their classics is Love Train. How sad is it that that such a, a, a beautiful notion of people all over the world joining a hand started Love Train is a radical notion? But when you think about it, it's a serious message. Everybody, you know, all of you brothers over in Africa, the first stop we make will be England. Tell all the folks in, in Egypt and in, in China too. So they they put a serious message in a party package just to make it more uh, accessible uh, and and joyous. Uh, And, you know, we say in Sounds of Blackness, what comes from the heart reaches the heart. So uh, Juneteenth celebration comes from our heart and hopefully it's reaching the hearts of everyone. And let me close the answer by saying this, my friend. Clearly, uh, by definition, Juneteenth celebration uh, and the, the Juneteenth holiday is Afrocentric at its heart, but it is an American holiday. Okay, so so Afro- Afrocentric at heart, but for all Americans. Well, you know what? That's mm-hmm. that's something that should be more natural to America to go. Yes. Let's have, because you don't tell the story of America without telling, you, <laughs> the story of America is the story of black people. The story of America is, is this story. And I think yes, that you sir. are exactly right that we can celebrate all of that and we can celebrate it better with a song like this. So Bless you. I, I tip my hat to you for putting this together. I understand, according to, to Brother Chet Atkins, you were, you were given it. I understand that, but you brought <laughs> it into this world. You made a beautiful video. Um, it's, it's really compelling. I just want to thank Sounds of Blackness and, 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 you know, by proxy, you directly for the work that y'all have done for so many decades here in the Twin Cities. In a way, uh, I, I want to hone in a little bit on my experience of discovering Sounds of Blackness because I learned a lot about the world through learning about you. I moved here in 1996. And at the time, you guys were getting name-checked in songs by Outkast, and, and, right? And, and, <laughs> yes. and, and I go, okay, cool. Okay, I like Outkast. Now I'm moving here. And my dad goes, they're from here. The reason I moved here mm-hmm. is my father was the president of McAllister College. So the very first time I met you, Michael oh. McPherson's my father. and I he, didn't know that. Well, yeah. President you know, McPherson, oh yeah. my goodness. I'm, I'm 41 years old. You don't walk around talking about what your daddy did all the time. But that's, <laughs> that's how I met you. I Just went, a great guy, too. <laughs> I, Excuse I, my interruption, but I, I didn't know that. Of course, that's our found where we, uh, sounds began in my alma mater. So yeah. pardon my interruption. Oh, no, well, no yeah. problem. But uh, he had uh, one the um, 
Sounds of Africa. What you had an, an album with the word Africa in the title? Africa to America. Africa to America. Yes. Okay, so he had that up on the, uh, in his office. So I go, wow. Okay, okay. Is that the people <laughs> they talk about in the Outcast song? My dad goes, Who's Outcast? And I go, Okay. <laughs> then we get all caught up. But then I realize, okay, they're 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 Grammy award winning, but also I'm playing with Walker West Jazz Ensemble, and mm-hmm. you guys are at. Gatherings at Concordia and Frank Warden, who is an original member of Sounds of Blackness, yes, he is. is a guidance counselor at St. Paul Central. You guys were reaching the world, but so directly involved in community events as well. Yes. How, how have you been able to maintain that? You guys are accessible. You are important to Minnesotans. You're important to all Minnesotans, in particular, I would say musical black Minnesotans in particular. Mm-hmm. On top of that, you hit the world. How do you keep that as a balance for well over 20 years? I have to uh, give credit to our cultural and historical and academic mentor, the father of the great R&B artist Stokely, uh, Professor Mahmoud El-Khadi, who is retired professor emeritus from uh, McAllister College, professor of African and African-American history. World-renowned in that regard, by the way. But we were blessed to have Mahmoud, uh, when I say we, I mean on campus at McAllister, he was teaching at the time. And he uh, was guiding us and mentoring us. And one of the things that he he told us uh, was Sounds of Blackness should be more than just a band. You guys should be a cultural institution. Try to be a, a cultural speaking voice, you know, for black America to, to all people. And he he told us that, my friend, back in 1971 when we began. And, and this is also an excellent time to send a shout out to our emeritus founder, a native of Beaumont, Texas, Brother Russell Knighton. In 1969, he founded a group called at McAllister called the McAllister College Black Voices. And a long story short, in 1971, um, he approached me about uh, assuming directorship of the group because he was getting ready to graduate. And and the vision God gave me at that point was to continue that, ex- they were already were excellent, but to continue the tradition of Duke Ellington. And that surprises a lot of people when I say that, because we hear Duke's name and we think of jazz as we should. But I know that you know, but a lot of people don't know that Duke wrote, recorded, and performed spirituals, mm-hmm. blues, anthems, hymns, African music, every sound of blackness. So we can't claim credit for that that template. Duke Ellington paved the way with that. Well, you've done a lot with the template, right? So (laughs) what Duke Ellington laid down, yes, you're right. It's so much bigger than jazz. And what you guys Mm -hmm. laid down, and thanks to the guidance of of somebody like Mahmoud El-Khadi, you guys are much more than a band. It's not one of those, you go get the Sounds of Blackness CD every three (laughs) years. No, you guys are in it. And especially in the last couple of years, your music has answered a moment. Oh, bless you. And that, that is not... That's an uphill battle, right? It's 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 you can't just sit down and say, "What am I going to write about?" You actually have to go, "What, you know, the spirit hits you, and you write about what needs to be written about." Fannie Lou Hamer should be a household name. Yes, in in the best version of America, which is not the one we live in. Fannie right. Lou Hamer should be taught in schools in a way she isn't. Juneteenth should be taught in schools in a way it isn't. And you guys are a part of the story of changing that. Thank you, my my friend. And you know, to to probably uh, cap the answer to you to your, another of your wonderful questions. Uh, we we want to follow, uh, speaking of mentors, uh, a spiritual mentor, I would say uh, Mahatma Gandhi, who, uh, you know, when people would ask how to bring about peace and all, he said you have to be peace. You need to embody whatever it is you want the world to be, uh, if I could uh, just paraphrase uh, his wise words. And so... 
sounds of blackness always, we don't just want to uh, talk the walk, we want to walk the talk. And and this is our neighborhood. When when George Floyd was killed, uh, my friend, five blocks from where we rehearse uh, on 38th in Chicago, in the heart of the South Side black community, uh, you know, of course, we re- canceled our rehearsal and got there that first night of protest and, and most of the nights after that. And I'll never forget, I'll just, just tell this uh, parenthetically, just to answer in terms of, of, of the, the question about um, our being grounded and, and, and in this community and, and, and with social activism. There were thousands of people there that first night. And I'll never forget this. People literally were shoulder to shoulder. And uh, this young teenage Caucasian young lady came up to me and she was holding her sign and all of that. And, and she apparently recognized me from the group. And she said, hey, Mr. Sounds of Blackness, I love you guys. And she said, I bet you guys are going to do a song about this. And then I'll never forget what she just said, what she said after that. She said, please don't make it a happy song. Because obviously she was familiar with like optimistic mm-hmm. and holding on changes coming. And I looked her in the eyes and I said, lady, young lady, I promise you that will not happen. No sooner than I spoke those words, the words of Fannie Lou Hamer started ruminating. I remember, sick and tired of being sick and tired. And she spoke those words at the 1964 Democratic National Convention before the whole world, talking about the same thing, injustice and discrimination, brutality and all of that. That's how we stay grounded, um, you know, by by living in and being a part of uh, this community. Well, you you have done it well, and you are doing it justice, and I'm so glad to be celebrating this tune, Juneteenth Celebration. You are tuning to Jazz 88, and I'm talking with Gary Hines. Now, I read a really interesting interview, Gary, that you recently did with the Washington Informer. Mm. And, and one thing you said, you are sort of saying, I don't want the program directors, the music directors of the world to just you know dust off this CD on June 18th and go, oh, let's go to the S section. Okay, let's grab this one and play optimistic the rest of the year, right? Right. So uh, the, Juneteenth is a celebration of black freedom. There's seems to me a lot of good reasons to not just play it on June 19th or June 20th if, if Juneteenth falls on a Sunday. Why does this song deserve to be heard all year round and why does Juneteenth deserve to be understood all year round? Because Juneteenth, its history and its meaning and its significance uh, transcends just the holiday itself. Uh, we're calling our song Juneteenth Celebration the Juneteenth anthem for all year long, and, and that the spirit of Juneteenth uh, is something that is 365. Uh, the reason I say that when we look at the history of Juneteenth, uh, going back to uh, 1865, and actually preceding 1865, but but at, at its core, 1865, when it was originally called Liberation Day or Emancipation Day, and of course we put those lyrics into the song deliberately, because a lot of people, uh, and I get it, think that it's a new holiday. It's like, no, can you say mid 1800s kind of thing? Uh, but, but that's part of the education. So, and 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 of course, as you were just alluding to a moment ago, uh, uh, drives on the fact that it's not being taught. I mean, they they should know that, but we don't want anybody to feel bad about that sure. because you weren't taught that. But but again, that's what the song is about. In terms of uh, um, equality, because. Freedom, equality, justice is something that's 365. Uh, and, and the holiday is the culmination of that. But, but the spirit of that should be all year long, as well as the song. Well, I, I completely agree, and I'm glad I'm glad we're spending it today. I'm glad we're talking today, but we will not be making this just sort of a, a seasonal blast. This is this is something you've added something to the catalog in the same way that greats like Duke Ellington do. They add something to the catalog and it becomes something that becomes part of the fabric of the story. And I I really appreciate you stopping by Jazz eighty eight and talking. I really appreciate you taking the time to connect us with other members of Sounds of Blackness. 
since I've been here, Sounds of Blackness has meant a lot to me. Oh, and there's so many you. people like that, so many people like that all around the world, but certainly here in the Twin Cities. Um, thank you for the work you and your team have dedicated their life to. It is you are you are building an incredible legacy. The legacy's built. You're <laughs> ad- adding more than decorations, you. But um, I just I, I, I'm honored <laughs> to spend some time with you, and I'm really thankful to share a city with you. Oh, bless you, my brother. That the feeling is more than mutual. Thank you and KBEM for being there from day one. You know, there's there's a scripture that says, "How will the people hear without a preacher?" Uh, but applied to music. How will they hear without a DJ, without a KBEM? We can make all the music we want, but if it doesn't get the support uh, such as that you guys have, have given us from day one, uh, the people won't hear it. So uh, this is a chance on behalf of Sounds of Blackness in this, our 50th anniversary, technically our 51st anniversary, to say thank you, KBEM. Thank you, my friend. Thank you, Gary. I hope you have a beautiful day and happy Juneteenth to you. Thank you. And, and if I could, I'd like to uh, just uh, close out by uh, inviting all of your wonderful listeners and followers to Sounds of Blackness website, mm-hmm. uh, soundsofblackness.org. Uh, you can purchase Juneteenth Celebration there. Uh, you can see the video. And of course, please go to YouTube and check that out, uh, Juneteenth Celebration. When you purchase any uh, Sounds of Blackness merchandise from soundsofblackness.org, please know that we donate a portion of those proceeds to the George Floyd Scholarship Foundation. Again, we don't just talk the walk. We, we walk the talk. And we want to look for everybody uh, June 30th. We're going to do an, our Motown Soul of the 60s show uh, at the Dakota. Uh, two shows, one at 7 and, and one at 9. That's Thursday, uh, June 30th. And uh, we have another current single out uh, by our great Jamisia Bennett called To the Sky. And we've got another single coming from our choreographer and a great uh, singer and songwriter herself, speaking of songwriters, uh, our Carrie Harrington called Hold Up Your Light. So that's going to come after Juneteenth celebration. So that's what's on on the docket for Sounds of Blackness. Uh, but please uh, be in touch with us on social media, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, uh, LinkedIn. Uh, you take your choice and we will hit you back. You got so much energy. How do you keep up with all of it? I mean, <laughs> you, <laughs> it's just, it, it, it's so impressive. I didn't even know about the Dakota show. That is, that is really, really cool. And I, I really yes. appreciate you taking the time to let people know what's coming up for Sounds of Blackness. And let's get that website one more time so folks know how they can hear what else is going on in the world of Sounds of Blackness. Yes, that's soundsofblackness.org.org. If you were to, to type .com, it's still going to show up. Gotcha. Um, and again, at, at all the other sites, Instagram, TikTok, uh, Twitter, just sounds of blackness, and it'll pop up. Yeah, gotcha. just just the group name. Well, Gary, I sincerely appreciate you taking the time, Gary Hines from Sounds of Blackness, spending a little time with Jazz eighty uh, eight for the Juneteenth celebration single. Um, but I don't want you to be a stranger to this radio station. No, sir. I would love for you to come by anytime. We really appreciate the work you do here, and thank you so much for coming down. God bless and thank you, my friend.